0: hi thanks for joining us for another edition of chronic conversations i'm the host jerry anderson and at least for a short period of time or co-host if you'll that you'll probably recognize her hand my co-host jen say hello to jen everybody or at least jen's hand um good to uh remember to the introduction last night not only did i forget to introduce my co-host but i didn't introduce myself either um but tonight i did both so i'm proud of myself and i didn't screw up the the intro which doesn't happen that often Uh, Not yet. (laughs) We're getting there. But thanks for following us on another edition of Chronic Conversations. Um, I got the guys from Paranormal Research Ghost Investigations back. I want to say a quick shout out and hello to my sponsors at Thompson's Personal Training. For all your personal training needs, make sure you look him up on Facebook as well as nutrition. Um, He's certified in multiple different areas and, and can work with you. Or if he can't, he knows how to get you to somebody who can. Uh, be with uh, check out Jesse's resale um, in Ringgold. Is it Ringgold? Right, so oh, you think friend. I know where that is? I should probably have that written down too. As i said before the show, my memory is not too good sometimes. But um, also, uh, not bad creations, of course, with all your paracord needs. Uh, we've told you a lot of times the different things they can do. Also, you can get creative. They're very creative and very productive. So if you have an idea, just feed it to them. I'm sure they can come up with something to help you out. So thank thank you to all them. Thank you, to the guys. This is Mark Holland and Jason Henley from PRGI. Thanks hey, for joining Rossville.
1: me, guys. Hey, it's good to be here, man.
0: In Rossville. Jesse's reselling Rossville. I'm so sorry, Jesse. Forgive me. Forgive me. <laughs> Uh, mark we've had you on here before jason this is your first time so thank you for uh being on here and mark thank you for being back on here again um one of the reasons we wanted to have you back on is because you guys just recently did a hunt but before we get to that uh for the guys that may or whoever might have not seen the first episode let's go over who you are and, and what you do again uh within the team uh, uh mark we'll start with you and then and then jason
2: yes sir um Mark Holland, as as Jerry mentioned, um, been uh, doing paranormal research for, I guess, 30 years, uh, paranormal investigations for about 24 and uh, for about the last 20 years, formally with the team, myself and our co-founder, AJ, um, started the team roughly 20 years ago. Um, I don't know, Jason, what is my role on the team? (laughs) Well, I think you're you're probably like
1: the leader. We look at we look for you to be the leader and stuff, and keep us in line. I guess is more like it.
2: <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll take it. Tend to do a lot of the PR things mm-hmm. as well, um, and then when it comes to investigations, one of the things I love about this team is we we have no egos. Um, we literally kind of shift. Okay. Uh, Jason, you're in charge of this investigation. You take control of setup, where we're setting our static equipment, things of that nature. Right. You know, M- Marty, you and Amanda taking. An, you know, we're, we're just we share the load.
0: Passed around.
2: We, yeah, there, there's there's no dictatorship. There's no true boss, if you will. Everything we we decide is done as a unit, as a family, as we look at it. And so um, that that leadership. <laughs> title is I uh, I'll say I kind of I kind of steer the car but everybody else makes the car work. How-
1: Asylum is basically what you're
2: saying.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes sir, you got so, that. But individually they, uh, you what come,
0: you say is your I know you pass around the chores. What is when it comes to the things coming around what is some of your favorite parts of it to 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 do um individually.
2: You, you know for me I love the setup Mm -hmm. Um, I like the thinking that goes into it because we don't really map out our, where we're going to set our equipment up until we've done the research, Right, hotspots, where, where's the activity been most reported or Mm -hmm. even documented. So to me, that combination of the research leading up to making the team decision where we're going to put our. stationary infrared cameras where we're going to put the cat toys where we're going to put our static evp recorders you know and things of that nature um and then we'll always throw an odd one in places that's least reported or whatever because mm-hmm. we've got some really good evidence in places that honestly others have said well you won't catch anything in there you know, you, you just never know you just never know so as far as the investigation besides actively investigating I enjoy the setup and what goes into that.
0: That says the technology part seems cool to me. I'm a little bit of a tech nerd. So it's, it's cool to see the setup part. I, I wish they included more of that in, in some of the shows you see, because it, it interests me, even if it's just, you know, a minute, 30 seconds of just that it's always fascinating me, whether it's a movie or TV show to get to see the setup and then putting the equipment together. Cause you get to, be excited because, you, you know, you, you watch these shows and you watch the investigations and, and you see the equipment used and everybody has their favorite equipment to watch being used and stuff. So that would give us a chance to. Oh, they're going to use that on this investigation. It'd be so, so cool to have a little more uh, a technological side well Jason. What is what is your favorite thing to do besides the investigation itself? What is your favorite sort of chore around?
1: I think I like
0: the research
1: part of it. Um, that's. You know, trying to find out, you know, what makes these, you know, what goes on in these places and and stuff like that. I, I think that's the most fun part for me. Um, the investigating is just the icing on the cake, right? You know, that's that's the that's the fun part. Um
0: But the the getting ready for it is is also a lot of fun too. Sure, a lot of excitement and the anticipation of it. Oh right? yeah, definitely for it and stuff. Um, how do you how do you decide? Um, what places you're going to investigate do you decide that is that something you have like a team meeting together or do y'all have like a bucket list of places you you like to hit or or how does what goes into that decision making how do y'all decide
2: uh, all of the above and then some <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: <not> so. <laughs> well,
2: uh, literally jason may send out a text to the team and say hey guys let's um let's look for places in arkansas <clears throat> you know or something like that so we'll all do separate research Right, and we'll come back with you know different suggested locations, and whatnot. Um, and sometimes we'll concentrate by state. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes we'll we'll concentrate just by. Um, well, like we our next investigation is at Wilden Manor, uh, okay. which has been to previously, but he was the one who who actually you know alerted the team to this location. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Jason, if you could explain how you how you came across it, was it just through research, searching the net, the net?
1: Um, well, with Wilden, it was um, there was this group of guys out of Gallatin uh, called Gateway Paranormal, and they had been, and I saw you know a lot of the stuff that they were putting out there about it, and I'm like, well, that looks pretty cool. where I want to go so in 2018 i was like i'm gonna go and um the team members that i had at that time on my former team all of them couldn't go they all backed out so i'm like i'll ring up aj and i'll see if aj wants to go with me so me and aj go up there and we didn't have a whole lot happen that was you know out of this normal thing that we do but Mm -hmm um i just was like man something about this place i I don't know what it is but there's just something about it and then i made a decision to go back and when i went back in 2019 i think it was a lot of weird stuff and this place is is crazy and we have had people like warn us uh, about going back, and I, I don't know. It's just like I, I feel like I'm
0: drawn to it. Maybe? Drawn
1: to it. yeah, drawn to it. Um, it's the only place I've ever had a dream about. I
0: don't dream about these places, but this is. Do we think that's a good thing or a bad thing about? that you're being drawn to it? Like you know, is it? Do what now? You think it's a good thing or a bad thing? You're being drawn to it. <laughs>
1: um, I mean, nothing bad happened when we were there the second time, but I don't know, man. It just it's the weirdest thing. It's the only place that has done that with me. <clears throat> so I i don't know. I don't know what the draw is right? from it, but,
2: you Something
0: know, it's it, it just somewhere for sure. That's cool, though. That's, you know, yep. and you probably want us. So you got you got to do the investigation first, you know. Exactly,
2: Jerry. I would exactly. like this in because I think you and Jason could definitely connect offline or even here as well. Mm-hmm. Feel free to to start a conversation, but Jason is our tech man. So when when it comes to the equipment, the setup, things of that nature, he's he's mm-hmm. the brains of, of the outfit. All right, um, so you guys can can really have that, and I think. Um, when we do our live, uh-huh. from Golden, um, just totally based on your suggestion, Jerry, because I know you've, you've tuned in to, been able to tune into a couple of our, our live sessions and whatnot, Enjoyed it thoroughly. what we'll do is, is we'll do a short live during setup as soon oh, as we wow. have equipment unpacked. And then we'll kind of the equipment as we're setting it out. And um, you know, w- we like to do what people like to see. Yeah. And uh, we've discussed that but honestly we get there we get in setup mode we don't even think about it you know we're we're probably automatic yeah you're exactly right just that muscle memory kicks in and so we'll make a conscious effort to show that aspect of it and talk about some of the equipment we're going to use awesome and this and that um that just because you requested it
0: but yeah that would be awesome and i i i come at you with questions like a toddler i'm very curious um, very, very, very inquisitive. Uh, so I'll, I'll definitely talk your ear off about that. So let's go ahead and talk about. We talked about it with Mark a little bit. So let me talk about it with you, Jason. What is some of your favorite equipment to use and why? I
1: would have to say the mail meter is probably my favorite mm-hmm. um, because it has that rim pod feature on the end of it, and it's uh, you can carry it around with you and the cat toys. Um. I don't know what it is about them things, but I love them little cat toys. They are simple for these entities to use. Uh, All they got to do is touch it, and it'll light up for us. And we get a lot of interaction out of
0: both of those things. I'd imagine it's a case too of something that's, like you said, it's. That's my first thought is it must be easier for them to use that uh, um, device. So that's their going to lean towards doing that. Uh, Have you had any experience? I've recently heard of entities even using um, people's modern technology, such as text message, email, things like that. Um, Have either one of you had any experience with this or know anybody that has or heard about anything like that?
1: I haven't per se, but um, I was watching one of the shows and they were at Mm Trans-Allegheny and they were actually getting phone calls from somebody else's phone while they didn't have that phone. Um, now, you know, it's on TV. Of know, course. We, we don't know if it's real,
2: but real. I have
1: never personally. You're right. Exactly. I had never personally had, you know, my own personal cell phone, you know, act up like that.
2: Yeah, I had, not not my cell phone, but we have had walkie talkie. Oh,
1: my gosh. Yes.
2: Yes. I can tell you, anyone who's ever experienced any kind of use of walkie talkies or things like that, it's very easy to discern radio interference on a walkie talkie from a passing truck or right. some, some kid playing or whatnot. Yeah. But uh, as a matter of fact, on this last investigation at Octagon Hall, um, we all had our, our walkies on, you know, to keep in contact and you know, those walkies have a call button where it literally sounds like a phone ringing. Yeah. And, uh, hips and we're standing up. So there's no physical way to press a button because our hands are full of equipment. Right. All button goes off from somebody's walkie talkie. You oh. know, um, we've had voices come through at two four o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that we're not any kind of CB interference. We, we usually find that if we do get interference, we'll change our channels, mm-hmm. you know, and, until we find one, um, that we're not getting that, that, Extracurricular activity with, but our walkies have been manipulated on several different occasions.
0: So it's cool to see which ones are easier for them to manipulate, and maybe the reason we haven't seen as many with the phones or modern technology, it may be a lot harder, take a lot more energy, or, or you know, just be more difficult to, to to deal with from that side. Um, and we'll definitely get to some of the equipment used uh, at Octagon Hall uh, uh, very shortly because there were some cool things. Uh, Happening there with some of that, Uh, but before we do I want to tell everybody this was on Facebook live So everything we're going to talk about tonight You can literally go to their Facebook page and watch it as it happens So make sure you get over there to their Facebook page and and check that out check out their YouTube page like it and subscribe that way the next time something comes along they have another uh, Investigation set up you guys can watch it literally live as it happens so let's get to the, the, the this is a place you have been before previously too. That's correct. Um, it is the Octagon Hall Museum. Let's go ahead and tell people um, a little bit about maybe what happened the first time and the differences of the two and, and, and just a little bit of the history and, and exactly why it is you went to research this place. Jason, you, you want to go ahead and take, take,
1: no, you go, you've been going there more than I have. So you, you go ahead and talk about
2: that one. Jason was mentioning Wilden and something drawing him. To mm-hmm. That's what Octagon Hall is for me. I've been, I've gone there every year, um, except for during the pandemic, of course, um, for 20 years now. Mm-hmm. It's the only place from for us that we do a repeat every single year. Right. There's just something special about that place. And it's interesting because the very first time that I went, I had one of the most significant experiences happen even to this day. Oh, you know, wow. A, a 20, 24, 25 years of active investigations later was standing up at, on this landing at the bottom of the stairs and looking up and right at the top of the stairs the stairs do a curve back you know that the stairs go up there's a landing and then they change direction again and so i'm looking up i hear something and i'm looking up and i see this kid like they're crawling on all fours laying on the floor and they peek their head out Uh huh. and i kind of stood there in disbelief for a second you know because it, it just takes sometimes it takes a minute for the brain to process what's actually happening.
0: Yeah. And it's it, you, you know, you have all those different responses. It's weird because it, in, in a situation where there's like danger in the physical realm, I, I deal with that pretty good. But the the paranormal experiences I've had, I've been deer in headlights because my brain overthinks and, and starts going overtime, And that there's got to be an explanation that's going to make sense in my head. Yeah. And when I can't find one, I'm like, okay, just time to just, okay, let's go do something or something. It's, yeah. is that the same way it is for for you guys?
2: Yeah. Even to this day, if, if something new, because here's the sign. <laughs> I
0: can feel it. In
2: the, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's a, <laughs> I can feel the,
0: the, the heart science. rate changing and
2: whew. Oh yeah. That your skin. That you, you My feel face your skin. is probably
0: red, a little hot there, yeah. blood pressure up.
2: Feel those physical effects as well. Um, there's actually neuroscience behind that and neuroscience is, is literally study of the mind and thinking and cognitive thinking awareness and things of that nature that when you're experiencing something paranormal, especially for the first time. Okay. Or, or it's still fresh. You haven't been conditioned to where now we see something like that. we're like, Hey guys, come here and look, you know, at this point I was like, what, 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 Yeah. You know and the reason is is because there's no neurons firing in the brain
0: there's nothing to compare it to right no, it's yeah. like a new experience or a new pain or a new pleasure or
2: you're, a new that taste you, that's it you're, yeah. you're creating a new neural firing in the brain right but what i know for me personally and this tends to happen across the board with people with their first paranormal experience even with that i knew there were no kids there the team was it was the only people there Right. And I told everybody about it and they were like, oh, you know, blah, 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 you know, cool and this and that. And even two, three weeks later, Tell I was still processing it and doubting what I saw.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: You know, because the brain hasn't accepted it yet that something just occurred that there is no reasonable, logical explanation for. Right. And then over time you get conditioned where, That just doesn't happen all the time, unless something new and different and whatnot. But when it first happens, that self-doubt, that self-talk, that story, you try to reason it out. You try to explain it out. There's no logical answer. There's no logical explanation. And then finally, you reach that point of acceptance where it's like, I can't explain it. I have to accept it for what it was, which was that occurrence.
0: Well, gentlemen, we wow, have a new guest it. joining us now. Hang on, just a second, Jason. Sorry to cut you off, brother. I'm so sorry. I'll hey let man. you finish that in a minute. Uh, this is Josh Stone coming to join us, a, a fellow professional wrestler, a, a friend of mine, who is also, like I said, a, a paranormal nerd. So we're going to bring him into the stream, get him going. Well, sir. Well, Hello, sir. Hello, down there. Hey, Josh. How you doing, brother?
3: Doing good. How y'all doing? Doing good. How are you? Fine.
0: So this is Jason Henley and Mark Holland uh, with the previously PRGI that I had told you about. Uh, if you have any questions or anything, you, you just want to listen either way, uh, go ahead and feel free to jump in. We were just talking about the uh, having to process going through the uh, uh, having a paranormal experience and, and the, the way the brain tries to process it and, and even deny that it even happens and try to find other ways to, to explain it off. And uh, uh, before I cut him off, Jason was going to speak. So, Jason, do you want to pick back up where you were, sir?
1: What I was going to say was, you know, like ever since you're a child, you're everybody's teaching you that you know this stuff ain't real. You know, mm-hmm. it's all make believe, and you have to try to overcome that when you go to these places. Like right. my first time, it was very hard to because I didn't, I wasn't a believer in this.
0: That's why most and... people overlook their normal experiences, right? Yeah, because you brush uh, it off and. Oh, it was the wind. It was you. Automatically make up your own. Yeah,
1: keyboard. you know, and and they they tell you that. Well, it, it it's it's gonna be like a a ghostly looking. Uh, I don't know, like a see through kind of person, but that ain't what it is all the
0: time. You know, they right.
1: look like me and you.
0: Yeah. When you see them. Um, or so boys, or like, part of the mimicking ghosts that that can do other people's voices, and that just. Something about that's terrifying. Just just the thought that you you get led somewhere because you're hearing somebody's voice that's not they're not there. Exactly, exactly. Um, but you
2: know yeah. you. No, go ahead, Jason, please.
1: Well, you know, like you know, Hollywood has changed a lot of people's perspective on this, and um, you know, when you watch a Hollywood movie, you know, you're expecting. Okay, well, the music's getting louder, so something's fixing to happen. Right. You know, so, you know, people look at it like, oh, my gosh, y'all must have stuff happen all the time. No, we don't. But they're going to give you what they want you to have when they want you to have it. So, you know, you be walking around and you're expecting something to happen because you've been preconditioned to expect it from watching movies and all that. Right. and it, it when it doesn't happen you're kind of let down but you know just because you don't see it or hear it doesn't mean that it ain't getting picked up on a recorder somewhere
0: right yeah yeah because i see a lot of the stuff it isn't found until you know you go back uh, uh and go through the stuff to me that seems like that might be a pretty fun part too just because you know that's where some of the discovery can happen so there's what seems seemingly to me would be a lot of anticipation and going through that stuff afterwards. uh, uh, Is that something y'all enjoy as well? Is it?
2: Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. I I love the analysis aspect Mm -hmm. because literally you're reliving the investigation. It's like you're there again. And when there there is that moment, if something significant happens, your Mm -hmm. anticipation peaks. Oh, we're coming up on that part. I hope we caught it. I hope we caught it. And then you have it on video or audio you know, or what have you. And, and to, to me, that's just such a cool feeling.
0: So Josh, did you know they had recently done an
2: investigation at the
0: Octagon Hall Museum? Did you hear anything about that? Did I? I
3: oh, that. that's, that's pretty awesome.
0: Yeah, that's one of the things we've been talking about. He he goes yearly. They've both been drawn to a certain place. Um, as, as far as you, I know you would love to go go something. We both talk about this all the time. Is there any place you're drawn to, or you think that would just like, uh, you know, kind of?
3: I, I've there's only I've only like hunted a few places. Um, the the Chickamauga Battlefield has always been the place that always draws me back. It just seems like every time I'm there, there's something that happens.
0: That's a ghost hunt. Just being in that place, whether you're on a ghost hunt or not.
3: <laughs> oh. And like you guys were talking about, the very first experience I had, I was driving back from a wrestling show. It was about 2 o'clock in the morning, and I just saw the bottom half of a figure, like legs glowing as they walked in a field towards the woods. So you never know what you're going to catch, what you're going to see, and it's always exciting. Yes, it is. I think,
0: at least locally, uh, and i don't know what your guys view on this you've done a lot more if, if you're drawn more to to places that maybe haven't been talked about as much that they're maybe newer or fresher groundbreaking or do you like going to places that are more established maybe already uh or do you think something like that's overdone one of the places i'm drawn to i don't know if i'm sure you've probably heard of it i know you have josh that i've always been drawn to and i've been fascinated with and wanted to go to is a place called hells bar the hells bar down uh That place, something, it just it's almost like when you see a number or something and you you notice that you notice it all the time. That's the way it is with me. So whether they have a uh, they had a a haunted house there one time, they've they've had the tours They've just things just. For whatever reason, when I'm not paying attention, they reach out, grab me and and, and I pay attention. What what kind of places do you guys like best? You know, or, or do you like both? Do you like going to a Amdeville conjuring house or do you like going to, you know, Ted's mansion that nobody's heard of, but it's only been investigated by one other group. So you're really breaking ground. What, what kind of things you like to do?
1: Both. I like to do both. I, I don't have a single preference whatsoever. Um, but it is cool when you're like one of the first teams to get in there to do it. But, you know, there's not much research to do because, you know, anything that you found out, I mean, anything that you've experienced is new, you know, and um, you're just trying to find answers to what is in there. But
2: right. these
1: established places, uh, they're awesome too, you know. I, I love them both.
2: Mark, same, same with me. It, I have no preference now. That there's been a lot of places we've gone um, that we've been the only team to investigate, mm-hmm. and and had some phenomenal. Experiences in those places. We've investigated churches, um, closed businesses that we don't advertise on Facebook because right, you know right. still that stigma. Yeah, unfortunately, goes with paranormal research. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the places, um, in their minds, don't want to be associated with it. Right. Well, I'm thinking in this day and age, and and Josh, you may agree with me. I think they don't recognize. They're missing a huge portion of clientele that would find that part interesting. And they would come right. there to eat or, or listen to music or whatever just to experience the place, just to see the place. And, tell yeah, in those for fundraising and t-
0: even places with just yeah. certain vibes. I mean, there, there's places you go because of the ambiance, right? So even if it has just that really cool vibe, there's a lot of places that I love to go um, and you really find it in most historical places, but there's a place called the Birdcage Theater. In Tombstone Arizona that I love to go to that but before there were ghost hunting shows like that's one of the places you went and you just knew wow yeah. something something's thick in here something's thick in here um is there any places left is, is after as many years as, as you've been doing it is there any uh, places left on you guys bucket list
2: oh yeah for, for me my you could uh go ahead and bury me and start investigating my energy. If there's any left, here. <laughs> send me to Vlad the Impaler, Dracula's castle in Romania. Right.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah.
2: There and spend two or three days just locked in his castle. That's that's my number one bucket list. If I can make that happen before the good Lord decides to take me.
0: Right. That's a good one, man. What about mine you? Too. Yours too. Oh yeah, definitely. What about you, Josh? Is there any place that you've heard of? I'm just going to throw one out there, and it's just because it's it has seemingly had so much activity. Um, and this may be a little cliche, but something else that fascinates me is the Conjuring House. Um, what kind of places out there? Both, even if somebody hadn't heard of them, local or or especially some of the more famous ones, would you want to investigate if you had the chance?
3: Um. Uh, there's a ton, like mainly overseas for me. Um, I know Scotland's got some great places that I would love to hunt in England. Um, so if I could make that happen, that would just be just like a week or two just <sighs> down to town over there. That would be just absolutely fantastic for me.
0: Right. Well, there, speaking of other countries, it is. Um, PRGI, have they gone international yet? Do they have any plans to go international anytime? Uh, looking at maybe in some other countries for some haunted places. We would love to. I just
1: don't know if the funds are there or right. You know that that's the biggest drawback of it. Uh, let's
0: let's let's, yeah. let's 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 jump on that really quick. Are there ways that that fans and other people can support you if they want to? Do you have any kind of system set up yet, or do you, I may have we, asked, we don't before. have anything, nothing, up yet. Anything, nothing. No. Not, not, it's,
1: I, I find it weird to ask people for money, you know, I just I, I, I just do. don't
0: want to do that. I, I do too, but let me just say as a fan, it's a fun concept to me to know that even in, even if you're just sending five bucks, you get to contribute to something you enjoy. Um, so you kind of give people an opportunity to be a fan, whether it's through t-shirts or just a place to donate. Yeah, I don't, I don't either. I don't, I don't get any money from any of my sponsors. I, I only do people who I trust and know, or I trust and know their product. Um, yeah. I don't charge them anything. I just believe in it and I want to get it out there. Um, but if you did ever decide to do something like that, let me know and let me tell my listeners, cause there might be. Some people out there that and like you said, if you just don't want to straight up ask, there's a a place you can go through and Josh can tell you, you know, some of these things are how like pro wrestlers support themselves because they're not making it on the road uh, uh, from the T-shirts to, um, you know, whatever Uh, the marketing side of it. I know that's a bland part of it, but maybe it could help fuel or funnel. Uh, uh, something greater. And if there's any way, or you have any idea of anything I can ever do to help, uh, please let me know. Cause, cause I'd really like to see you guys. Uh, uh I loved watching you at Octagon Hall. I'd love to see you, uh, uh, hit Dracula's castle and all those places. If we can make it happen. Um, you know let, let's do it. Cause that, that would be awesome. I mean, it was so fun. Uh, uh, watching you and I did get a chance to watch not one. I haven't got a chance to catch up on the rest of it. We were talking about equipment earlier um, before I get to the equipment that you started with the lights and some of the, the, the things that went on with, uh, with that uh, Josh, I already know the answer to this, but tell them, tell them what um, your favorite piece of equipment is uh, what you like to use.
3: I, I like the SLS. I like just looking around and seeing the little stick figure pop up know that, you know, there's something there. That's probably one of my favorite pieces of equipment.
0: And they, the, you, uh, my understanding, you do have that equipment. That's correct. Yeah.
3: We do. And, and
1: you know, a lot of people don't believe in it because they're like, well, you're mapping a chair. It's going to see something. Well, but
2: I have does, called lot anyway.
1: figures that are eight to ten feet tall, especially at South Pittsburgh Hospital in one of the ERs on the wall. There's yeah. nothing it could about nothing. No. And no. I call them as small as like this tall on a candlestick at McRaven Bob House in Mississippi. Right.
0: Yeah. And so, I've even seen them come in and out like on a chair, like they'll be there one minute and then they're not the one minute. So that kind of debunk doesn't really hold up to me. Hi, hey, Josh. Josh, that's hey, did you hear the co-host? <laughs> He's back. She is getting her hair ready. We are actually headed to Tucson, Arizona. We'll probably go into Tombstone, so I'll get to uh, do there. Was actually a hotel out there, and can't remember where it was. Somewhere around the Phoenix area. It's a uh, I can't remember. I wish I could, but uh, th- that's notoriously haunted. So so maybe we can stop and check that out along the along the way uh, as well. Um, so we was talking about the SLS and your favorite piece of equipment. Uh, Mark, tell us a little bit about the equipment that you used on this hunt. What made you come to the decision to decide to use this equipment? And and, uh, we'll start out with the lights and some of the questions you had and some of the answers you got.
2: Sure. Um, Of course, the cat toys, as Jason said, that's one of our favorite, very inexpensive. You go to a pet store and and buy those for a couple of dollars and easy to use. Um, Love the SLS as well, Josh. One of my favorite SLS figures we caught at the Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum, in oh, the yeah. exact spot yeah. where it is it is reported and documented of one of the patients unfortunately hanging themselves, wow. and we caught an SLS figure in that exact spot, hanging from the ceiling. You oh, know, God,
0: they, a
2: of fixture. Yeah, the map to to create a false reading or whatever. So that was interesting. um as Jason mentioned, the EDI, um, we had all the K two meters, millimeters, um, a motion light strip that we had in in front of the uh, one of the cameras, um, mobile infrared, static infrared. Nice. Um, we used the. Um,
0: I see you marking out down um, there, Josh. Big time. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, oh, the uh, what what was it that that AJ just got? Um, um. Losing my brain, the port portal. Yes, no, it's portal. portal, which you know it allows voices to come through. Um, of course, the flashlight test. I love the flashlights. Um, you know, you 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 get a mag light, you twist it, you break the connection, and there's energy has to. Has oh, you,
0: nice.
2: That, that's where you see on some of the lives the flashlights coming on and off, and there's people who who don't dig it. And then there's people who do. We're just one of those teams that do, you know, we don't knock any other team for what they believe or don't believe. But uh, we actually had a uh, and I may have mentioned this last time, Jerry, we, we actually have a, a doctor, an MD, as well as a physics professor that helps us to validate uh, some of our information. Mm-hmm. And um, we flashlight test with him and and he vouched for it he said yeah there has to be according to the laws of physics there has to be a bridge and as long as you separate it you know it's it's not and if it's right here it can jump but you get it a certain distance apart the connection something has to bridge that separation um so a long-winded answer but i hope that answered your question yeah. And well, to
0: me, too, with, you know, you've been doing this 30 years, um, even though you may not be a technology expert, you're still an expert in the field of communicating um, with these paranormal um, things. So to me, you having that experience and you using this equipment in, in the field, uh, you're going to be drawn to what works well for you, which may be different for different reasons for different people. But the thing that validates it for me is it's not like you have one piece of equipment out there and you're just acting like it's the, 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 the God particle. You know, you, you have multiple pieces of equipment and different things that you use to to validate um, the other pieces of equipment. So if you got three things telling you the same thing, it's kind of hard to say what. Well, this one isn't any good. It was like, but it's doing the same thing. These other two are so I don't.
2: Right. Right, and there, there was one time where that did happen. and I can't remember, Jason, please help me out if it was night one or night two, but we were at the slave graveyard when we were at Octagon and the cat toy was responding, the flashlight was responding as well as a rim pod. Was Not night one. one?
3: Yep.
2: Thank you. Nice. Um, which was really, really phenomenal. And and I, I know we're gonna get to, to you know, talking about what happened there, but I will say and you never know where the evidence is going to present itself as Jason said, right. you know, they, they choose, they, they pick, but most of our activity on this trip was outside. Okay. Um, which. What areas kind outside of coincides
1: particularly? In,
2: oh, all over, all, all over. over the barn, the graveyard out in the cornfield that, you know, had, had been mowed down, get ready to replant some crops. They're doing a lot of clearing of brush. Putting up some new fences to reintroduce live animals.
0: You think they're stirring um, things up? It's going to mimic
2: more of that. Yeah. yeah. Exactly where we're going? It seems like anytime there's construction or a redesign, that uh, uh, according to most people who have who have a uh, spent some time in the paranormal field, it does tend to um, to lend credence to. Yeah, it increases activity. Um, you know, we still got activity inside, but a majority, the bulk of it, the phenomenal things, as we think, were were outside.
0: Oh, yeah, I've, I've seen a lot of that um, happening, too, from uh, a different places that um, have a history of things happening really close to them. But maybe not at that location to where you find that things, if you found that happening as well that maybe um, it, it's not directly related to the situation you're at at the time that you find it from, from the researchers, maybe just some of the things that have happened just close by it.
2: Yeah, and I, I, I'm sorry, Jerry, I, I may not have gotten all the question for some reason, that's my okay. feed's going in and out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, if, if, it's okay uh, down there, Jason, can you hear us? Yeah, there's, uh, I think, some
1: crows up here having a fit. <laughs> I'm outside on the back porch, and uh,
0: they're 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 pretty loud right now. Yeah, I, I don't hear the crows, but I hear you good. Um, awesome, I, I can that hear them. Going out I've I've had look. Uh, the room that I do this in um, is not the most soundproof studio in the world and it usually it seems right about the time I decide to do a podcast there's, you know, crying babies, barking. barking dogs, birds that are suddenly pissed at the world there's just all kinds of fun things. I've done interviews with, you know, Josh is outside right now and you're outside and, and I've... People their cars. More than anything I've had interview with people in their cars and a lot of that I guess that's the only place they can get that's quiet and people aren't going to bother them. I, I don't know, but it's I always find it It's fa- fascinating, you know, where, where the different people do it and stuff. But that's a good thing about having four of us on here, at least one or two of us. We, we can hear it. Then we we can keep it going. <laughs> Josh, did you have any questions for him uh, pertaining to the paranormal? Is there? Well,
3: I'm, I'm just curious if there's an experience that you really wanted to experience that hadn't happened yet. Like for me, I've always wanted to be be touched by a uh, entity or something and that's one thing that's eluded me for so long so is there anything like that because uh, right.
2: be patient because the more you do it will happen yeah it's, it's at some point speaking for me personally and I don't mean this to sound the way it's gonna sound but there's not much that I haven't experienced, you know, just doing this for so long. I've been touched, right. scratched, pushed, shoved, calf grabbed, butt grabbed, all it <laughs> left up in my pocket, um, my hat shit, stuff thrown at me, uh, you, you know, disembodied voices. Um, have you ever brought pretty anything much home? door Slamming in my face or, or shut me in a room or what have you say it one more time. I'm sorry. Have you ever brought anything home? Like has anything ever any attached?
0: followed you? Like has anything, once you got home, um, you ever had activity start up after doing an investigation?
2: Yeah, not yeah. me personally. Um, we do have a prayer protection um, okay, that we read um, before. I can't honestly say all, but most of our investigations and, and so far we, uh, we haven't had anything follow us home.
0: And we, you know, we talked about, yeah, let's just say we talked about, you know, majority of them seem to be positive. Any, anyway, people automatically uh, will sometimes associate ghosts with or, or paranormal with evil. But that's not always the case. It's it's actually a quite a small percentage, as, as we talked about, um, though, that does happen. Is 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 that something you ever think about going in is, or do you just go in like any other investigation and.
1: There's always that fear that something could follow you home and uh, my wife would like uh I keep me out if something
0: did. Uh, <laughs> it's all funny games it comes home, right? <laughs> for real. <laughs> um,
1: but you know, you there's we've never run into any evil things at in these places and okay. I think that's a lot of Hollywood talking you know, people think In-
0: ignorance. That- I mean, you don't, you, you've never had the experience and, and you hear voices or you just automatically assume, you know, that it must be evil because like you said, between Hollywood and music and, and things it just, just like witchcraft, you know, it's, it's so far from what it, it's been I, 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 portrayed I, 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 <laughs> over the years. Um, I guess you guys find out that with you too. Everybody thinks probably that expects you to be a movie or a, a TV show um it, what what's the hardest thing how do i say it, maybe to get through fans people's heads uh, about the the business of, of the paranormal investigations that that sometimes maybe us laymen or, or people who, who haven't been investigating just don't really get what kind of misconception think, maybe do, do people I think have? that
1: uh because of uh the TV shows that you know You'll realize that they're there for five to seven days, and everything right. they got happening is it rolled all in forty-five minute time period. Mm-hmm. There is a lot of downtime that yeah. there is nothing happening, and then you know through we were there at Octagon uh, for you know ten hours investigating, and you may get five minutes worth right. of evidence. So, you know, there is a lot
0: of nothing that happens,
1: Kinda sounds like pro wrestling, Josh. happens you know, <laughs>
0: that's what we do in pro wrestling. We drive like 10 hours to wrestle for like five to seven minutes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we get it, but, but you learn to savor that five, to seven minutes, right? Like you learn to savor those things, those that literally I would, I would think make it all, all worth it because yes. yeah.
1: Does. It does. If, if one thing happens on investigations, you pay, let's say, a thousand dollars for it. If I mm-hmm. can get one thing to happen, I'm I'm happy. It's
0: the experience you of know. a lifetime because a couple of experiences I have, I would definitely pay to have those again if, you know, oh, yeah. I- even just being put in a situation where they're more likely to happen. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. Same. I mean, there's, there's times when you think during those quiet periods where nothing's happening but then yeah. you go back and analyze and you have a figure or the SLS, if we had a stationary caught something, or you've got all these electronic voice phenomenon, you captured on your voice recorder. And that's, to me, that's when it's kind of cool when yeah. you're kind of like hey, something, something needs to happen here. Um And you don't think it's happening, but it actually is.
0: Right. And you don't know what afterwards, like we were talking about earlier, but it to these, these just the experience of the hunt itself seems so exciting to me with nothing happening. But then again, you add one thing happening or two things happening. Because I know, like you said, you know, I know two, three weeks later, I'm still going to be on that ride because I'm still going to be processing that thing. I, I would imagine that's one of the great things about hunting, too, is you get to kind of ride that whole emotional roller coaster ride for a while. So we're like we, you have a great match, Josh, and, you know, you ride the wave of that tool. The next one um, you ever get the itch so bad, you just had to, to go out and do one or, or do you ever, ever have like a, a last minute, <laughs> investigation? anybody calling like, look, whatever it, like we got to go. Is that anything like that ever happened?
2: <laughs> oh yeah. Especially at the homes. Um, we have a couple of homes. Honestly, we're kind of lagging behind um, not only because of our other investigations, but because, Work and and family right. priorities, of but course. we have a couple of homes we need to catch up on. Um, if they call us and there's a child involved, and there's something negative happening with the child or the child's having a negative response, then you know I I would go over there tonight, right? If I needed to, you know, just to provide some ease of mind and comfort. Um, but that's not a frequent occurrence, but it, it has happened on several different occasions.
0: Yeah, I get that. yeah, that makes sense. just kind of like on a triage operation type of thing, just to take priority. Some are going to take priority uh, uh, over other ones, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, going back to Octagon Hall, what kind of communications and things did you learn the first time? And what kind of things did you learn the second time that you didn't learn the first time?
2: Jason, you, you take this one. Since, since you're you're newer to the hall. You're in room, but you're actually. newer to the
1: <clears throat> I think that Octagon Hall demands your respect. Um and if you go in and you're and you don't respect it the way you should, mm-hmm. I I think that you're you're gonna come out with nothing. Right. But if you go in with a lot of respect for that building and the, the entities in the building and even out in the out in the yard. They're going to they're going to be nice to you and they're going to give you stuff. And like the my very first night there, um, I made a mistake. And me, AJ and a girl on the team named April. uh, Yeah, April, we went up on the second floor of this uh, barn and uh, I kind of almost fell through it. Got myself wedged in there. So uh, luckily, I have people with me. That's why you never go alone anywhere right. um but uh, you know I, I didn't respect the idea that hey you might get hurt by going up there um so yeah i, I think definitely you know re- respect respect the entities respect the building uh respect the property and right. uh and you should be fine so i, I learned that the hard way there
0: well, Josh, uh, I know you got to get out of here, buddy. I'm glad you could join us for a little bit. So we'll go ahead and say goodbye to you and, and uh, uh, thanks for being here. And if uh, when Josh. you see uh, Chronic Adventures Ghost Hunting Edition, uh, that's that's the guy you'll see see with me. So uh, everybody yeah. be waiting for more information on that one.
3: That you ready sense sense. for that, buddy? It's it nice Pleasure to meet you. To... Hopefully we'll talk later. Pleasure, Pleasure to meet you, Josh. Pleasure. Thank you. Take
0: One of the things, um, Jason, Mark and I had talked about last time, and one of the things I think about is, um, you you know, you can pick up on people's vibes, right? Like I can pick up on vibes probably better than some. Some people maybe a little better than me. But how much better uh, uh, something that is passed through that side, I feel like, um, that's totally what they would go off as vibrations. So I I would imagine maybe your intent or, like you said, the amount of respect, uh, whether they're going to give you their I feel like that's why sometimes too, some teams would have more success than others because they're bringing the right attitude, the right vibe into the situation. To where I don't want to say whether the ghosts feel safe because that sounds weird, but without knowing a better way to to phrase it, that's that's kind of kind of what it is. Do you think that's kind of the the situation ties in there? One, I think that, totally, totally.
1: Um, I think if you go in with with the right mindset, and we are energetic. We, we, uh, we love to go in and it, we, we rib each other a lot. Of course. And I see sometimes like when we go to these places and hall and South Pittsburgh hospital are two prime examples of this. The less you pay attention to them, sometimes the more you're going to get. Right. And you know, you know, know, we're not, we're God. not ignoring them in any kind of way. Right. We're just wanting them to come to us. And uh, a lot of times when we're ribbing each other while we're there, we start having activity happen. It's like, okay, well, we want to get
0: involved too, you know. A very positive vibe is being sent out. That yeah, totally attached to that energy. Totally. Do you ever sort of like the equipment? When when you go in, do you feel ever feel drained the next day or after an investigation, whether it was a positive or a negative, whatever you feel like you know, that, that was kind of robbed of you or something. I, I would imagine some malaise or fatigue or something would be a, a part of side effects you have to deal with. Definitely.
1: Definitely. Uh, especially. Yeah, when, it's not, oh, go ahead. Well, it's like when we go to Octagon Hall, we try to spend a whole weekend there. Right. So yeah, you're going to be physically and mentally just drained for four or five days after. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of these places we just do one night. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, yeah, you, you do get physically and mentally drained. Right. Um, so sometimes, you know, that's why we like to do them either on Friday night or Saturday night. So we have Sunday to recuperate.
0: Recuperate. going yeah. back to work. Yeah, that's uh, I, I got to the age a long time ago where I had to start taking uh, more time in between wrestling matches. The, uh, yeah, the, the match itself was okay, but the recovery time needed in between. <laughs> that one and the next one started to grow and grow and grow. <laughs> uh, we lost Mark's video a little bit. He he he. hopefully will be back at some point in time. Some, a lot of times these things straighten them out, so I'll just uh, keep chatting with you, Jason, until we get, get Mark uh, uh, back on here. Um, so how long exactly have you been uh, paranormal researching? I started,
1: uh, I went with them back in 2017 to South Pittsburgh Hospital. My wife was really into it and she started uh, work with Mark Mm -hmm. um, at the same time. So she knew Mark a long time before I did and they um, wanted to take us along. So I was like, man, this stuff ain't real. I don't believe in this crap, you know? Well, I get in there and it makes a believer out of me and, you know, it's I hate to compare it to, you know, about taking a drug, but you got to get it, the rush yeah. to
0: it, you know. Yeah. The dopamine released, uh, I imagine, is
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Um so I was like, Man, I I want to do this again. You know, this is this was pretty cool. You know, I wanna see if this, you know, I uh, not apparition but shadow figure that we've seen, if it'll do it again. Mm-hmm. You know? Um so that that's kind of what drew me into into wanting to do this. And then I started my own team and you know, it kinda of fell through and then marking them go hey we've investigated with you quite a bit you want to join our team and i was like yeah i'll join your team for sure
0: yeah absolutely
1: (laughs) yeah so you know i just i just find it you know every every place you go it's it's not the same it's it's always different you know we've been octagon hall every year uh we go to south pittsburgh hospital every year Mm -hmm. um you know, there are some places that we go, we try to go to every year and um, it's like you walk in and like they, they know you, you know, you, right, you don't right. have to try to prove yourself to them. And, you know, they they they're so glad to, to have you there to talk to
0: them, you know? Yeah, we had talked to him before. At some point in time, uh, we're going to join forces with you guys. And, you know, we talked about the equipment earlier. Uh, he was telling me about what I would be doing when we uh, helped on investigation first thing you say is you're going to be helping set up. And I thought that's so cool because yeah. again, that's, that's, that's the cool thing to me. That's one of the, that, that part of the process is just, it, it's like the foreplay to me. It like builds the anticipation and you know, I'm look getting to look at all these things and it just, um, did, did you feel the same way? Like the first time you started setting up or what was the first thing that really, really popped for you?
1: Um, well, to me setup is, is hectic.
0: Yeah. Um, I was going to ask this because I know certain things have to be like a chore at some point. Right.
1: It's it's very it's very hectic, um, especially like when we can't get a signal on our DVR camera. Mm-hmm. And then we're like, well, I tried everything I could. Well, I don't know why it's not working. So I just get mad and pull the plug. And I was like, we'll just set it up somewhere else. I don't care. I want to get to investigating." you know.
0: Right. Right. I know you, you to get set to it.
1: I know you have to do it, but. I I, want to investigate as soon as I can.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, uh, I I just got a text from Mark. For whatever reason, it's not letting him back in. So, speaking of technology, um, again, I was saying the other day, it just proves we're a live show. Uh, things happen. So, we'll, we'll just, uh, finish this, this up. And I'll definitely, uh, want to have you both guys on again and, and maybe some other members of the team at some point in time. And like I said, at some point in time, be getting together. Uh, to, to do an investigation. Um, is there anything uh, besides this latest thing he had talked about that's coming up that you're really excited about or looking forward to in the future?
1: I, I would have to say probably Wilden is is the most exciting one for me. Um, you know, we've got, we'll, we'll be going through investigations all the way up to July.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: then we always take July off. And I, I would say Wilden, Getting to go back there for a third time is very appealing to me, and I I cannot Mm -hmm. wait to get back in there. Um, And it's kind of like a nervous kind of anxiousness too, you know. Um, But there's some stuff that I want to, that, that happened the last time we were there that I want to see if can happen again to prove a theory that I have about that
0: place. That's got to be a fun thing too. That's one of the things I was going to ask earlier, if there's ever a situation where you go somewhere and then you have a great idea after you've left. So now you really want to go back so you can, you can test that theory. So tell us about, uh, about what you have and what you'll be testing. Well, the last
1: time uh, we were in one of the back bedrooms and it's, it's the one that they say uh, there's a vortex or a portal in. Okay. So, um, we had the SLS camera going and when this, we, we were capturing this one figure and it was not a very big figure, but I'm like, well, maybe it's just, you know, it's, there was a, a crib been there for some reason and it was capturing it on that crib.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I'm like, well, maybe this, it's just a false positive or something. Right. Well, then this, I don't know what it was, but this gigantic, I don't know. It was like a, a horizontal type thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then it, it grown into like a a big person and we called it the big bad. Yeah. There because after after he showed up. Everything went quiet.
0: Everything. Oh, I bet. I and bet if there's anything there, like, they probably scattered.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's like he will not let he runs the building. Right. And he won't let anybody communicate after he shows up. It's like, right. okay, well, we can talk to you now, but once he's there, uh-uh, no, they're done. So, um, and there was several other teams that have said that they've run into him. And one of the guys who uh, runs the building mm-hmm. uh, has told me, he goes, you're not the first person that's run into him and I, everything stopped. So, I I don't want him to appear until you know we get close to the end, mm-hmm. um, because you know once he does it's it's over. Yeah. So yeah. if we can we can just hold him off until the end. I would love to know who he is and why he does what he does. Tell you
0: a second. Okay. Yeah, that's I yeah. Um, I did have a question here too. Sometimes I have people write in, um see it says what's the greatest excitement individually so i guess we may have covered this a little bit before but we'll just run back over it uh so she gets to to hear the answer to her question it's uh, i guess what is your greatest excitement individually uh that gives you um the passion to keep continuing on in this field and we we talked about the addiction aspect of it earlier that once you have that experience um what else uh what, what kind of things keep you coming coming back and keep you excited
1: the interaction, I think, with these entities uh, as a whole, um, and the history of the the buildings and the properties yeah. that you go to. Right. You know, uh, we've been doing a lot of Civil War stuff, uh, like the Lodes House in Franklin, Tennessee, Octagon Hall in Franklin, Kentucky. You know, they're all you know big in the uh, in the Civil War.
0: Right.
1: And I think, to me, I love the history of it. Have you been to the battlefield yet? Have you guys been? I have never been to Chickamauga wow. Battlefield, but they have. Well, um, if you go now, back,
0: that's definitely a place I would love to go with you. So let me know in advance and we I promise you we'll be there. I'll take my uh, where the Lodes
1: House is, it's where the Battle of Franklin happened. Nice. And then when we were in Vicksburg, <coughs> Mississippi at the Bob House or McRaven house, the Battle of Vicksburg happened right around there so we we've been to those kind of places right um but no i've never been to chickamauga and i think it would be awesome to get to do that
0: it's 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 another one of those places that just driving through you know it's 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 peaceful but there's this air of the past there's this this vibe this this weird thing you know think that there were uh, i'm sure you experience it being on battlefields to think that you know there were 13 year old kids that were fighting as men and and, and some of the, the death and destruction and, and, and things that went on literally in, in people's backyards. Do you normally pick up on those kind of things and some of those other battlefields you, you've been to as well? I think when, when you go, you can
1: just feel a heavy feeling or like it's feel somber. Yeah, uh, especially when you first get there. Uh, we actually got to go on to the battlefield at Vicksburg. Mm -hmm. And it's it's like a big bowl. And it's like just being there and you feel like, oh, my gosh, you know, I can't imagine what it would be like (laughs) to be in a place like this when all that was going on. Yeah,
0: because you in a weird way, like I said, you kind of feel the remnants of it. And and even that is unpleasant, uh, uh, knowing that I'm safe in this car and, you know, everything's going to be fine and, and, and things like that. What? Is there ever been a place where that was had the strongest vibe, or maybe gave you the worst heebie-jeebies <coughs> out of any of the places you've been?
1: To say thing happening
0: too? Just the vibe alone. Uh,
1: Allegheny. Um, you know, and you know, we, we got mentally prepared to go, mm-hmm. and we we took a tour that day of the of the building and the property, mm-hmm. but just knowing what all. Went on behind the doors and you know, inside those walls it was like, you know, we've been to hospitals that have you know, <laughs> small uh, lunatic asylums in there, uh, or you know, mentally ill wings, mm-hmm. but to be in a building where everybody in it was that way, it was yeah. almost overwhelming. I can't even imagine. I can't either. I mean, the there was, you know, it, just, Yeah. Um, and it's just, you know, you you feel them all around you uh, because they just put off an energy. Does uh, that
0: does that kind of go away once you leave? Or is that something sometimes you carry home or into the next days, too, is kind of the emotions of it? That one stuck with me for quite a while, um, uh, at
1: least a couple of weeks after we come back. Um, I was still feeling it. You know, yeah. like, you know, we was just in this building, you know, and all the despair, all the sadness, and it just, it takes a while for it to leave you.
0: Yeah, for you to kind of get back to a, a, a level head, I'm sure. That's because it's, it's such a roller coaster ride of emotions because there's the anticipation, the excitement. Um, you know you have fun, but then there's there's the other aspects of it, that, that your emotions are getting pulled in, in, in every direction, Um that's it's it's the ultimate thrill ride to me. So I can definitely see how that would keep you coming back to it. Um, do you have any future plans of of uh, do you ever you said you like you don't like rule 101? You don't go out by yourself, right? but have you, have you, do you ever go out to like scout places first or, or is it totally like we say, like kind of a, just a team thing and, or does is somebody thing. else maybe do that or how does yeah, that work?
1: It's usually a team thing. Um, a lot of these places, you know, like we're going to quite a few places this year that we've never been to. Um, that's and gotta be we just was like,
0: too. Yeah.
1: Let's just do something, you know, places different. Um, hmm. the Samuel Clegg, um, house in, um, I want to say it's in athens tennessee uh we'll be going there in june i think it's the Scream chamber now um and then in in may we're going to um i want to say gainesboro mm-hmm.
0: um
1: i think we're going there um just okay. it's a civil war hospital um oh. so yeah more civil
0: war stuff. You know? well, yeah, war hospitals just in general, that just you know, like the insane asylum, like so many different, you know, from shell shock victims to, to the mental health problems to the physical health problems to the just yeah, the, the built up vibe of, of that must be insane. Um I'm um, as well. It well yeah uh, man, I appreciate you being on here. I'm sorry we lost Mark. Sorry, we appreciate you being on Mark. Um, we always love having you guys on uh, we'll, we'll try to do one maybe after every investigation because uh, especially if it's live i'll be watching in some shape form or fashion and maybe one of these uh coming up we can get together and, and go in on so stay with me here while i close the show and i'll talk to you a little bit just right after and um is there anybody you want to give a shout out to or say hello to or
1: uh, my 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 dad's probably watching so i want to say hi to my dad, hi, dad. and uh, hopefully my daughter's watching too so say hi to them
0: well, hello, thank you so much dad for having me. yeah it was fun I, I I really enjoyed having mark last time I enjoyed having all of you this time and I look you know forward to both having you on the show again watching you on hunts and more than anything going on a hunt with you. Uh, and then the show that we'll have after that. So, thank you, uh, baby. Thank you for being my beautiful co host and uh, lending a <coughs> hand. Of course. There it is. <laughs> leader of the Dad joke. And I'll tell you the same thing I told Mark, Jason. Um, everybody on our show that comes on here gives us the greatest gift that somebody can give, and that's the gift of time. Uh, so definitely, thank you so much for for sharing a piece of that and your, your stories with us. And we'll wrap it up. Peace, everybody. Uh, we love right, you. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. Uh, we got some exciting stuff coming up when it comes to chronic sports, chronic adventures, and the ghost hunts. And also some exciting stuff coming up when we hit Arizona. When we're in, well, we'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Thanks, everybody, for watching and tuning in. And we'll catch you guys later.